Vogelsang Pest Management has programs for everyone's budget. Call us at 314-601-1789. Vogelsang Pest Management, serving your family like you're our family. Westplex 1071, it is. Well, who? Uh, uh, Shelly, are you there? I am here. Didn't you hear it come across the airwaves? <laughs> yes, I did. I was just wondering. But, but Shelly, are I'm you? I'm like, I'm here. And I'm like, of course. Are, 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 are you here? Are you here? Are you, are you here? You, are you ready? Are you here? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? <laughs> Man. Crazy, 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 crazy day. We got lots of stuff to talk about this morning. All sorts of interesting things. Uh, weather. Yesterday, man, yes, boy, what is it with this weather we keep getting? Yesterday was like so depressing. I mean, is that just me or is that like sort of a universal thing where it's like it's sort of... Oh, you of, mean the gray bucket of socks? Well, and then last night the fog and even some fog this morning, so be careful out there in certain spots. It um, was foggy when I came home yesterday I about know. Mm, 6 o'clock. It was like, it's like fog, 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 fog. You know, it's like, come on, can't we get a break? Uh, the official weather forecast looks something like this. It is going to be, if I can find it, it is going to be a, a cold day today. Well, not cold, not necessarily cold. For this time of year, probably right around right. The 42 for the high, 37 right now. And guess what? Uh, it's going to be overcast all day long. Maybe there's just a possibility of the sun coming out like right before it sets, if that makes any sense. At like 4 o'clock, we may have some sun, but other than that, it's going to be overcast. But uh, I bet you we're going to have some sun around noonish. Uh, I don't know. Weather wizards don't think so, but you know, we'll have to talk to Jennifer. Foychitsky. And find out what she says. Uh, lots of stuff co- going on in the news today. You know, I guess the interesting thing is the Democratic, uh, you know, presidential dealie. Uh, have you heard the latest polls? The Democratic presidential dealy. Yeah, you know they're you know the. the <laughs> it sounds like something I would say, Brad. The, the primary oh gosh, or whatever. Crossed over. Whatever. Yeah, I've been around you too much. It's wearing yes, off. Yes, you have. <laughs> I'm wearing off. Uh, Bernie Sanders is now out in front, and number two is Michael Bloomberg. Really? And yeah. In in the rearview mirror are all the other ones, and Joe Biden. I don't even think Joe Biden shows up I in the radar anymore. I think your girl Tulsi. I think she's Tulsi. Yeah. She called me last night. You know, she was a little upset, and I talked her through it. I go because you know, she's sucking during this campaign. No, because of the fact that uh, that she's mad because of the fact that uh, you know Michael Bloomberg. See, it is sort of unfair. I mean, you know, imagine if you're in a race, okay, and let's say it's four laps around the track, and uh, you know there's a like there's like ten guys running, ten guys, ten gals, whatever, and you know the starter pistol goes off, and then. When everybody else is on the third lap, some guy with a lot of money goes up to the judge and says, hey, here's a million dollars. Let me in the race right now. And and a guy goes, okay, fine. And he gets in ahead of everybody, runs a full lap, and then comes across the finish line and goes, hey, I won. You know, it's sort of like that. Does that make any sense? It's It makes total sense. <laughs> because, But still, she needs to quit whining. If she's going to be the presidential candidate, she needs to quit whining. Well, you know, I mean, she's 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 my gal. I'm telling you. I know she is, Brad. Tulsi, I mean, attractive, smart. She's still a major in the Army Reserve. I mean, she's seen. Uh, she's. You do uh, like a woman in uniform. She's been deployed a couple times uh, to what, I think Kuwait and Afghanistan. A couple things like that. She's from Hawaii. She's Hindu. Uh, she's actually uh, part American Samoan or something like that. I mean, what a, what a fascinating lady, you know? And so the, remember that candidate that um, she wasn't running for the president, but she was running for Senate, I think. And she had the best video. 
Do oh, yeah, you remember yeah, yeah. Her? No, no, she was running for it. She was uh, driving the uh, um, uh, Valerie Plume. Uh, she was driving the uh, the uh, uh, Chevy Camaro, and she was driving it backwards. Remember that? Yes, yes, yes she that was, girl. Yes. She was driving. Yes, yeah, she was a CIA agent uh, who supposedly was outed during the Bush administration, and uh, she was driving it. Or was it Obama? I can't remember. One of those administrations. Uh, her and her husband were both CIA agents, and she was driving the car backwards. I don't know. You know, it's funny. I I'll, I'll find out and see how she's doing. Uh, if you don't know the ad we're talking about, it's a really well done ad. Looks like Very, it almost I mean, looks excellent. like a looks like a movie trailer. It's so well done. You know, and and she's driving this uh, this uh, Chevy. Camaro, like a SS or something like that, you know, and with a stick, which is interesting, uh, you know, because of the fact that uh, there are very few people that can drive a stick anymore. And I'm not making fun of of, of people, but there are very few, uh, you know, there are very few men who can drive a stick, and even fewer women who can drive a stick. And that's just the way it is. Uh, don't be mad at me because I said that, but it's true. But I, I do can drive a stick. I well, you know, my 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 wife uh, was the world's best one at driving a stick because her father, my father-in-law was, uh, was uh, uh, you know, he taught his kids to drive on a car with a stick, and he made them take the driver's test with the car with the stick. Now, you know, it's already tough enough, and when you're a kid, you know, trying to do a driver's test and doing parallel parking a whole bit, when you do it with a stick shift, a little bit harder. But uh, anyway, uh, it's yeah. It's also hard with a truck. So yeah. that's what we had Tiffany practice on is a big red truck. Really? Really? Yes. So, so the video is, is, is her driving down this, this uh, road in the middle of nowhere backwards. And she comes out and she says something like, and she's, you know, very, very interesting narration. And she goes like, you know, you're probably wondering why I'm driving backwards because of the fact that I was trained as a CIA agent. And, you know, and then at the very end, she does like a uh, what they call a There's a term for that where they do. Um, I think it's called a, a, a bandit stop or something like that, where she, she flips the car around. She does a 180, jams on the emergency brake, uh, turns the car around, gets out, walks up to the, the camera. Very attractive lady dressed in blue jeans, very tight-fitting jeans. And she makes her pitch for electing her to uh, the Congress. And I think she's doing um, – I have to double-check. It's funny. I forgot about that. But, you know, you're already going to see some stuff like that. I mean, and, and you know, I think sometimes – and you and I have talked about this. When we do commercials for clients, some of my most effective commercials have been really dull and boring commercials for clients, at least as far as the results they get. And some of my least effective commercials have been very creative ones. You know what I mean? Yes. And there's something to be said for, uh, thank you and here's my dress. And we own yes, our building a lot. Is. And for a hole in your roof or a whole new roof. I mean, there's something to be said for that. Uh, but, it is. You know, yes. Who knows? Who knows? Um Baseball? Are you even interested in spring training? Do you have any interest in that whatsoever? I don't. Okay. NASCAR? Man, you know, they got rained out on Sunday. Did you see the finish? No, I no, I didn't. I'm well, still wow. um, very I'm still abs- absorbing the uh, whole presidential <laughs> pace car <laughs> and you thought i was kidding about that yesterday if you didn't listen to the show i told shelly hey you're not going to believe it but president trump was at da- the daytona 500 and gave the opening announcement and gave the you know gentlemen start your engines and all that kind of stuff and then he got into the presidential limousine and he was the pace car and shelly's going no that's bs brad you're pulling my leg that's bs now i ask everyone doesn't that sound like something that brad hildebrand <laughs> would come up with i mean really if you think about it doesn't that just sound like him? Okay, go on. You know, the interesting thing is, in business now, it's all about disruption. Uber, 
Facebook. I mean, you know, the situation we're in right now. I mean, people think that, like, we go out and, and try to sell advertising station. People go, oh, nobody listens to radio anymore. Okay, well, the only problem with that is is that 93% of the adult population listens to the radio on a weekly basis, which beats everything, including the Internet. But it's tough to get that, that thought across. But there are some businesses that have just been decimated. Like, you used to be in the, in the taxi business, right? Taxi business is in terrible shape. Uh, yes, it is. Because of, of Uber and Lyft. And, yes. n- and I think it's interesting. I heard, I heard somebody say this the other day. And, and uh, funny, I, I didn't mention this to you because, in fact, I thought you'd find it interesting. And he said the reason why Uber and Lyft has been so successful is that in the old days, if you got a cranky, crabby taxi driver who was not very friendly and maybe even yelled at you and maybe took you the wrong way, the long way to uh, boost his fare to, uh, you know, where he picked you up from and where he uh, dropped you off to. Uh, all those dropping, uh, prop, uh, you know, prepositions, whatever, or, or whatever. Anyway, you couldn't do anything about it. But with Uber and Lyft, if you got a crabby driver, you just gave them one star. Or I don't know if you can you give them no stars. I don't know how that works. Uh, no, I think you need to give them some some kind of star. A lot of things like if you go on Amazon, you can't give zero stars. You can give. And for the know. record, air flight taxi drivers, air flight cab uh, taxi drivers, they were never grumpy. Not to the not to the the passengers, and um, they were always just top notch. But but think about it for a I'm minute. I'm just going to say that if if you lived in New York, how many times did people complain about you know the taxi drivers you know a and not make fun of them? You couldn't understand what they were saying. New Yorkers are rude by nature. Well, but the taxi drivers are even worse. And the idea being is that if you have a, a, a an Uber or a Lyft driver and he's rude and mean to you. You just give him bad rating, and then he, you know, people look. Oh, I don't want him. You know, oh no, I don't want that guy. You know, I mean, and, and it's to the point but where you have to figure that in New York, the taxi drivers pay over a hundred thousand dollars for their medallion. Yeah, but not anymore. <laughs> that's that's a thing of the past because because uh, all the rich... is it? Did they take that statute away? No, it's 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 the, the, that wasn't that what the city charged. That was what the open market charged because there was yes. only so many medallions, and uh, it got to be to the point where uh, um, that, see that's why some of these rich guys got themselves in trouble because they bought medallions, then they would lease them or rent them to taxi drivers. Yes, and yes. all of a sudden they became a lot less you know worth than they were. But you know once again it's people it's 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 to the point where where I mean that's just life. You know, if you buy a house in a neighborhood, and um, I guess I could probably say this, that, uh, you know, my mom and dad built a house in North County. And uh, my dad was a civil engineer and built a house that if you picked that house up by the roots and moved it to Maryland Heights, Creve Corps, Chesterfield, Frontenac, that would be a five, six, seven dollars $700,000 house. And uh, that house sold for $27,000. And to the point where, you know, what are you going to say? Well, that's not fair. Well, how did the people in West County who bought a small house like in, you know, in Maryland Heights uh, 30 years ago that they paid maybe fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 for, now it's worth $300,000. Why is that fair? Hey, that's just life, you know? I mean, you, you know, you, you, you make some mistakes and hopefully you move on from that. And, uh, you know, one of those things. And to the point where there are no guarantees. I mean, I say that all the time. God, I used to have clients. Uh, I don't have that as much anymore, but, but I would have clients say to me, can you guarantee me this advertising is going to double my business? And I would look at them and I'd sort of smile like, can you guarantee me you're not going to walk outside today and get hit by a meteorite? And they'd go like, what? 
I go, can you guarantee me that you're not going to be in a car accident within the next week? Can you? Why do you say stuff like that? You know that just drives me crazy. Because because you, once because you put that stuff out in the universe, it's but it's you bad can't juju, Brad. But you can't guarantee anything. You know, I mean, you can't. Can can you guarantee me that tomorrow you and I will be here? No, because something could happen to both of us. I mean, mm-hmm. we could be in Freddy's, and the guy could get on, you know, the PA system, and and he could turn up the, you know, the the you know the the system so super loud, and he could get on there, and he could say, "Yes, number two ninety orders now, ready? please get number two nine zero. And he could have the sound system turned up so loud that our eardrums would burst, and we'd bleed to death. On the on the floor in Freddy's. I mean, you okay, know. that was a little graphic. <laughs> oh, look, it's six twenty. <laughs> what do you mean that was graphic? <laughs> it was. A, I mean, really. <laughs> it, 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 it what kind of positive thought does that bring on a wonderful Tuesday morning? <laughs> it did, it, it didn't, is Tuesday, right? It didn't bring the topic in a sharp focus for you. No. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry. I, I guess I'm I'm losing my touch as a communicator. You know. No, you're not. That's the thing. You know exactly what you're saying. No, I don't. <laughs> well, go, go, come on now. When someone says to you, "Can you?" I mean, like, let's say, let's say you work at um, at Home Depot, and you know, and you know, you work in the tool department, and a guy comes in and says, "Hey, ma'am, uh, if if I buy this hammer, uh, will it make my house beautiful?" And what are you going to say? <laughs> what I would say and what I would say on the air are two different things. Okay, what would you say to him in person? <laughs> I can't say. Well, I mean, but you know, get what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, know, I do. I mean, it's to the point where it's like it's like, okay, that doesn't work that way. I mean, and and think about it. I mean, you go to you got people that go to the prestigious, you know, uh, colleges, you know, Yale and Harvard. And just because they go there doesn't necessarily mean they're going to succeed. There's a lot of drunks, uh, you know, and, and, and drug addicts that graduated, you know, that, that were Harvard and Yale graduates who are like, you know, living on the street. And yet there are people that went to Skukaka and have, are making gazillion dollars. You know what I mean? Well, I don't. All I know is that. Uh, so I have a friend that her kids have. Um, they're both. You know, they both set out on a different path, but they went. It wasn't the prestigious schools they went to, but it was they, the schools were lovely and effective and gave a good, you know, wholesome scenario for being away from home. And they have learned fabulous things. But are they successful? Well, they're still. Well, the one is, and then the sec the. The, the daughter is uh, still in school. Well, you know, I've done a 180, and you get upset when I talk about this. I've done a 180, and I think, uh, to the mo- for the most part, college is a joke. Yeah, I, I disagree with that. Yeah. No, it's, because you know. I do. And the reason for that is because I would not have gotten as far in my federal career yeah, but if that, I didn't but, but, have but schooling see, but behind see, me. But see, that's different. There's so many people that if you go That's to not different. You no, know, no, it is different because if you go to school and you to get a you get a degree, let's say you you go to school and you go to law school and you're a, an attorney, okay? You can't be an attorney unless you go to law school, okay? You can't be like like your daughter. You can't your daughter can't be a registered nurse until she goes for her her nursing degree. She's going to get her bachelor's degree in nursing, okay? She yes, can't, she's graduating well, in April. She can't just like I can't walk into a hospital today and say, yeah, I'd like a job as a nurse, and they go, well, are you a registered nurse? No, I'm not. Do you have the education? No, I know. Well, I'm sorry. We can't hire you. That's different. But in my industry, in this industry we're in right now, I mean, a degree, worthless. 
You know, they don't care. that's why I call you a Mike monkey. Well, they don't care. They don't care. Nobody cares. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, the, if, if you're on air, they want you to be the best you can be a best talent for the least amount of money. And if you're working as a salesperson, they don't care if you dropped out of school at sixth grade. If you can sell advertising, you got a job. I mean, just like I, I you know, more and more I think about it. Gary V. Uh, his his comment is if you're he says parents. If you're not sending your kid to one of the top ten colleges in the in the country, you're wasting your money. Because See, I disagree with because that. Because if you're not going to Harvard or Yale or whatever the top ten are, Stanford, whatever the ones are, uh, and and think about it for a minute. You know, you get all these people in government, all these Supreme Court judges. When's the last time we've had a Supreme Court judge that went to SLU Law School or to Washington U Law School? Never, never. Or like Southern Illinois University Carbondale Law School. No. Wash U is pretty up there but as is SLU. Not ta- no, Stu, SLU I think is, is out of the top 100 now. Uh, Wash U is like 25, 26. It's not top 10. It's not Harvard. It's not Yale. It's not Princeton, you know, or Columbia or whatever those places are. But you are. went to Wash U Law? You, you're in. No, you're not. Oh. Not a Supreme Court judge. There's never been one. There's never been, because there's tons well, of them. That doesn't from, mean that that's not going to change. Yeah, but once again, where do they come from? They come from Harvard. They come from Yale, places like that. You know, look at all the, you know, look at all the, the you know, the, 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 you know, the, the important people. And to the point where, do you ever see, and like, do you ever see somebody who says, yeah, I graduated from, uh, I graduated from, uh, from uh, uh, Southwest Missouri State when it used to be, you know. I mean, remember, I don't know if you know that, why they changed the name. Why? Multidirectional school. I don't understand that. Southwest. It wasn't Southern Missouri. It was Southwest. So in other words, in the pecking order, anything that is a multidirectional Southwest is deemed to be like a second class university. And it's, you know, and that was told to me by a guy that his son was going to play football there. And he got a scholarship and he says, oh, I'm not my son's. This is before they changed it to Missouri State. He says, my son's not going there. I go, why is that? He says, well, it's a multidirectional school. And I looked at him and go, what? Same thing like you. I go, what? He says, well, Southwest, it's multidirectional. He says, there's a pecking order in universities. And if you're a big university. A subculture. Well, no, not a subculture, just a pecking order. In other words, the idea being is that if you go to a school that's Southwest, that's like, you know, okay, that's like, that means there's a bunch of schools in Missouri and that's not the big one. That's one of the small ones. That's why, that's why, that's why Northwest Missouri State changed their name to Truman. You know, because of the fact that people, oh, Northwest, oh, that's not good. You know, you want the big dog. You want, you know, you want Missouri. That's what you want. You Truman's don't want... been Truman ever since I can remember. No, 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 no. It's, it's, it was Northwest. When? When you were, when you were in your, uh, let me think, how old are you? You're 20 now? Uh, it, was, it was when you were about yeah, six or seven. So. I act like I'm 12, but I'm 20. You know, you talk too much. We got to take a break. <laughs> okay, we'll be right back. Westplex 107.1, you can take two words and turn it into an entire song, My Way, 104.0, oh, excuse me, what am I saying, uh, 636, <laughs> is, I don't know what Oopsie. I'm saying, yeah, weather's coming up with Jennifer Wojcicki, smartest woman in the world, just texted me, the legislation for Northeast Missouri State to change it to Truman was uh, drafted in 95, officially it changed names in 1996. So um, it was, uh, you know, in well within your lifetime, although only by a year. Well, that that, that so I had never heard of it when it was Northeast Missouri, say, dual city. 
dual, multi, what'd you say? Multi-directional. <laughs> multi-directional. Yes. I mean, I have to tell you, the, if you don't know what we're talking about, last break we talked about the fact that I had a friend of mine, his son was going to, uh, was a football player, good high school football player, and was getting recruited by a bunch of colleges, and he got, at the time, got recruited by Southwest Missouri State, which is now today Missouri State. And he said to me, I'm not sending my son there, that's a multi-directional school. And I go, multi-directional? And the point he made was that it's Southwest. And, w- and when you think about it, because we were talking about the fact that, that you know, I've adopted a new philosophy that education is sort of a waste. You go to college, you know, you get all that, that debt and the whole bit. What does it get? What does it get? You know, you get nothing. And, and tr- quite honestly, um, you know, except for, for a few professions, but even still nowadays, I mean, you graduate with like an accounting degree. You still got to, you know, start from the bottom up. You don't walk into a, you know, job. And now to the point where the thing they're concerned about with, uh, you know, all the different uh, uh, possibilities of, uh, uh, you know, the healthcare system being totally overhauled. If uh, Bernie Sanders would become president, why would you want to be a doctor? Why would you want to beat your head against the wall and study for what? five years, whatever, three years in medical school and then two years in internship and residency and all that kind of stuff. Why would you want to do that if you're going to make like $60,000 a year? I mean, you can you can manage a Taco Bell and make 100000 a year. Doctors don't make $60,000 a year. There are some of them coming out who are not doing very well. Um, I know a friend of mine is a doctor and she told me the whole story about how it's not, it's not nearly what it used to be because... Once again, the reason for that is most of the doctors, their practices have been bought up by the healthcare chains and by the hospitals, yeah. and yeah. they can't they can't just make as much money as they used to be able. They they get paid like a salary. Okay, you're your doctor, you you know, and uh, I I know one person uh, that uh, I've kept track of through the years that I knew from way back when, and she took a job. She's a doctor. She took a job with the VA, and you know what her philosophy was? Hey, I go to work at eight o'clock. I leave at five. I don't work weekends. I don't take calls. I'm never on call. I love it. I go, well, you make a lot of money? Plus, no. she gets a great pension. Yeah, yeah. She says, I, you know, I said, you make a lot of money? No. You know, but you know what? It is what it is. She says, I don't need money anymore. I'm happy. I know. I go, well, like, don't you, I mean, like, didn't you get into being a doctor? Yeah, I did. But, you know, it changed. I just, you know, show up for work, work my five days a week, and I get lots of vacation time, and I get weekends yeah, off. I can go wherever I want. I'm never on call. I go, hmm, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> or they become concierge. Right, right, right. Well, but still, but 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 that's even sort of, I mean, that's even worse for them because then they take calls 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You know, I mean, to the point where, you know, you're, you know, if you're a concierge doctor, you you know, people have your cell phone number and they text you and, and they call you and stuff like that. But I mean, you know, and, and yeah, but you have a guaranteed clientele. Well, yeah, but still, it's not like you're you're going to people work that want to be with you as opposed to. Oh my God! This is the only insurance company that's my that's going to cover. Yeah, but what I'm saying, it's not like working for you know for the VA where you're working nine to five. You're working forty hours a week, and you you leave the place at five o'clock, and you don't care. Yeah, you know, I'll be back tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow. You know that kind of thing. Anyway, how do we get talking about this? I don't know. Why do you get off on these tangents? Hey, it's you. You're the one. I didn't say anything. I haven't you're, hardly even spoke this morning. It's all you. It's all you. It's 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 all you. You know, sometimes you know, sometimes I wish would happen with you. <laughs> yes, I do, Brad. Okay, this is what. I got bronchitis. And then you couldn't talk. That's true. <laughs> but, but if I sounded like that, I'd probably be in the hospital. Because that woman does have bronchitis. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> whatever. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> Let's just, I'm just saying. 
<laughs> did you did you get the uh, email I sent you about Billie Jean? I did. Did okay. I get to watch it? Uh, it's pretty interesting. I mean, you know, you and I need to uh, powwow today after we get off the air because I've got to talk to you about stuff. Okay. Uh, something that we're sort of looking forward to, I think it's not going to happen. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that yeah. when we get off the air. Yeah. The fact that uh, I, it looks like I'm not going to be able to go to the White House like I thought I was. Oh, Brad, I'm sorry. <laughs> it just just didn't I work out, I know you Shelley. were really looking forward to that. <laughs> I just, am so sorry. It just didn't work out. That's all there is to it. Okay, we're going to take a break. We will be back. Westplex mm-hmm. 107.1, the song that did it for uh, far... Um, <laughs> let me try that again. The song that put her on the map, Katy Perry, also known as Katie Hudson. Do you know that's her real name? I did, only yes. because I've been working with you for seven years. And do you know that her dad used to date, um, her dad dated, um, her, I know her Kate. Da- no, her, no, her mom dated um, Jimi Hendrix. Do you know that? Rock on. Yeah. No, I didn't. That's <laughs> yes. kind of cool. Her, her mom dated Jimi Hendrix, and her dad used to be one of the devotees of Dr. Timothy Leary and people who were going like, who's Dr. Timothy Leary? I know who he is. Dr. Timothy Leary was this doctor. I think he was a medical doctor uh, back in the 60s and 70s that essentially said, hey, you can you can cure anything with LSD and was sort of out there and weird and bizarre. And then his uh, her mom and dad met and they got religion and they both became preachers. And uh, the first album that Katie Hudson ever put out was a um, Christian rock album. Hard to believe. Yeah. So now you got all that stuff. Okay. Um, What we're talking about before the break. What we're talking about again? Oh, so many things. We were talking about the um, multi-directional thing of colleges. Right. Right. But I don't... Okay. I'm going to throw one at you, which is totally out of left field. Do you know who Chrissy Hind is? I do. Okay. Lead singer for The Pretenders. Okay? Yes. She recently sent an open letter to Donald Trump. Now I saw that. Did, did you really? Is, I did. Is that unbelievable or what? And No, it's not unbelievable okay. at all. I, I say kudos to her. And she was very nice to him. She was, yes. And, and here's the interesting story about it is she congratulated Donald Trump on honoring Rush Limbaugh. And you may go, okay, now hold on a minute now. What does Chrissy Hind and Rush Limbaugh have in common? Interesting story. Well, no, the the point, yeah, her dad, her dad loved the Rush Limbaugh show, but more importantly, the theme song for the Rush Limbaugh when he starts the hour out is Chrissy Hines and the Pretenders and the song, I think what's it called? Uh, the name of the song is, I had it here a minute ago. Something My City? Yeah, something My City or something like that. My City is da, Gone da, or something da, like da, that. Da, 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 da. I can't find it. Uh, anyway, um, she complimented Trump. My on, city was gone. My city was gone. And that's the don't, don't, don't. And what's interesting, at one point in time, she got mad at Limbaugh and she took the rights of, away from him to play that song as its theme song. And he had another song that he used for a while and they negotiated with her because she wrote the song. So she controlled uh, the copyright of the song. And they negotiated with her, and they found out that her father loved Rush Limbaugh. And, she, and, they, and they, they, they went to her, and they said, look, talk to your dad, and let your dad make the decision on this. So she went and talked to her dad, and her dad says, hey, come on, let Rush use that song. You know, because first off, A, it's one of my favorite radio shows, and B, it's my daughter. 
So how good can it get when my daughter is doing the theme song for the show and the guy that I love? So uh, anyway, she wrote an open letter. It was on Twitter to President Trump congratulating him because there's been a lot of people who have said, oh, that's terrible. I can't believe that he, he gave that, uh, that medal to Trump. I mean, not to not Trump, to, uh, to Limbaugh, because Limbaugh is such a polarizing figure. And once again, I say in the radio business, you know what? There's this knob. And well, at least in some radios, it's still there. <laughs> sometimes it's now it's sometimes it's just like you push a, uh, you know, an icon on a screen or something like that. But it's called the on off button. And if you don't like it, t- turn the radio off or tune to another station. Nobody's forcing you to listen to Rush Limbaugh. Nobody's forcing you to listen to anything. If you don't want to listen to it, just turn it off. Or like my mom, you know, my mom who wants or just who, have the radio taken out of your car. <laughs> Well, no, she just didn't have one put in. She'd order the cars with no radio in it because she hated the radio. And she never she never once listened to me on the radio. Isn't that something? Never once. I, you say that, it's but true. I don't know. I'm sure she probably no, kind of squeaked did. it in and never let no, you know. I, I'm telling you, if like when I was a kid, like, in a, you know, I did before I had, well, actually I had my own car when I was 15, but that's a whole other story. But if I drove her car and then let's say she got in and, you know, because I'd always leave the car on, you know, the radio on. You turn the ignition, radio comes on. You know, wait, what else is, you know, that's what it should be, right? And yep. uh, she would get mad at me about that. She'd go, can you, when you use my car, will you make sure and turn the radio off after you're done? Okay, because she hated that. She hated radio, hated it, hated it with a passion. Maybe that's why I went to radio, just to tick her off, right? <laughs> that's why I started smoking. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, it's interesting because Chrissy Hind for a while was a very vocal um, uh, non-supporter of Rush Limbaugh and Donald Trump. But uh, it's amazing how things change. So I thought that was sort of... It is. Things do come full circle. Well, it's one of those things where you read about it and you go like, come on, wow, she's she's thanking the president? You know, I mean, when I first read the article, oh, this has got to be this has got to be like the onion, you know. I mean, this isn't like a real article. <laughs> yeah. You know, this I, is... I can see where you would say that. <laughs> right. This is like, no, there's no way she's complimenting the Trump because who compliments Trump, you know? I mean, you know, it's and, and, and once again... It's to the point where I heard I heard somebody else say this, and they go like they said, if you want the Super Bowl of elections, it's going to be Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's like, can you see them in a debate? <laughs> you know, and and now I I, I I I can only imagine what Bernie Sanders would say in response. Well, you know, the big rumor over the weekend is that Michael Bloomberg has asked Hillary Clinton to be his vice president. Shut up. I swear. That's what they're talking about. They're talking about the fact that Michael Bloomberg has, has talked with her and said, if I get the nomination to be the Democratic uh, candidate for the presidency, I want you to be my vice president. Okay, so that will do one of two things. <laughs> that will put him over the top oh, or yeah. that will push I him agree. to the bottom. Well, I, you know what? I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, yep. at a point where people either go like, like, my God, yes, you know, Michael Bloomberg and, and Hillary Clinton, what a great pair. But uh-huh. and, and get this, get this. They also, this article that I read over the weekend talked about that he's considering changing his residency to, because he lives in New York, changing his residency to his ranch in Colorado because they think that it would be a negative that the president and the vice presidential candidate both came from New York. So in other words, that would mean that everybody would like, well, you know, we're just like flyover country, you know. So the idea being is... So he's just 
plain semantics. Well, he's, he's like, well, you know, Trump changed his residency from New York to Florida, you know, uh, officially, you know, changed his state, uh, his, his state of residency. So, I mean, wow, can you imagine that, too? Hillary again, you know? I mean, you know, Trump and Hillary debating? Well, they wouldn't because he's the president, she's the vice president. Anyway, should be interesting. We have to take a break. Yeah, and, but remember, Brad, what? the hand that rocks the cradle rules the world. So what do you what do you mean by that? So she may be the vice president. Yeah. But maybe she wouldn't be the vice president. In other words, she's saying she's in charge when she really isn't. She's like officially, unofficially in charge. Yes. Okay. Quite Never know. I, th- I just I think we need to get some new blood in. That's why Tulsi Gabbard would be my choice. Tulsi, new yeah, blood. Yeah, because Hillary Clinton's not, you know, not new blood. Smart. Army officer. All the good things. Seven o'clock. Yes, I know. I know. Westplex one hundred seven point one. Whoop! She's not supposed to say that. She's not supposed to talk right there. Not that it's because of she. It's just she's not supposed to talk. Shelley knows what I'm talking about, right? I absolutely know what you're talking about. Isn't that a great song, Harry Styles? And you know what? It's one of those songs where, if you listen to it with the headphones on, you hear all sorts of things that you didn't normally hear. Such as? Uh, great background vo- vocals, um, very little subtle things in the background. Uh, if you listen, um, some, so many times, if you, you know, and I've got, um, I'm not trying to brag or anything like that, but I have like Sennheiser headsets, which are like really good, you know, although I didn't pay for them, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> Can I have one? No, you can't. Uh, but, oh, okay. But you hear things with a good set, a really good set, not the Dr. Dre's, whatever, the, the ones that are that's like nothing but boom, 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 but like what they call reference headphones. Sony makes a set like that as well, too, which like a lot of recording studio engineers use. And it's just, you hear all sorts of things. Crazy little nuances in the music that you don't normally hear from speakers. So, see, there you go. Um, it's BS in the morning. I am Brad. She's Shelly. Shelly, a.k.a. the uh, blonde moment girl or the eccentric woman. <laughs> That's <laughs> Shelly was, te- <laughs> Shelly was telling me this off air that someone said to her, you know, you know, you're a real eccentric and you have lots of blonde moments. So <laughs> it was two different people. But yes, that was sad. What, what were they? Why, were, was they, funny. why were they saying that to you? Huh? Why were that? Why were they? Why were they saying that to you? I, you know, um, well, because I do have a lot of blow, blow, blonde moments. Excuse me, yeah. blonde moments on the air, and um, and and I didn't know that people thought I was eccentric, but they do evidently. Well, you know, that I I don't think any there's anything wrong with eccentric. You know what the difference between crazy and eccentric is? About a million bucks. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what it is. If you're if you're poor, you're crazy. If you're 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 crazy and rich, you're eccentric. You know that's kind of a deal. Um, it was just it was just cute, is all. I just it it was just funny. Couple things to talk about this morning. Lots of things to talk about this morning. The Boy Scouts filed for bankruptcy. Can you believe this? The Boy Scouts. The Boy Scouts. Like the Boy Scouts. Boy yes, Scouts? Boy Scouts of America. BSA Chapter Eleven. Um, because of all the lawsuits with the uh, sexual harassment kind of stuff and the sexual uh, stuff with leaders and things like that and all sorts of suits. So they filed Chapter 11 bankruptcy to try and reorganize. Um, you know, and uh, yesterday we talked about the Girl Scout cookies. I, I, we didn't talk about Girl Scout cookies yesterday. Yeah, we did. We talked about no, Girl Scout No, we did not. I bought a box of them. 
And we I w- did not talk about that. I Brad. did. We did. We did. I went into Schnooks Sunday, and there were the Girl Scouts. And normally, you know, they, they're early this year. Normally, you don't see them out at the stores till like March. And I walked in. There's the table there, and I I, I love thin mints. Okay, and this is how I was going to say. Did you get thin mints? Yeah, but but five bucks for a box, and, and they've shrunk. I know. And I said to the lady, you know, who was there with her daughter, and I go, I go, I'm not complaining, but weren't they four dollars last year? And she goes, Yeah, and last the year before that they were three dollars. I'm going like, Man, the Girl Scout cookies have gotten expensive. I remember. God, I shouldn't tell this story. You remember the, how long the packs were? They oh, yeah. were. I mean, there was double the product. They're shorter. Okay, I don't know about double the product. Okay, my my niece Carissa. Okay, Uh when she was this is going way back, and I don't think she's listening, so I can get away telling this story. So, (laughs) just think podcast, Brad. Okay, well, no, no, she was she was Girl Scout. Okay, and she called me up one day and she said, "Hey, Uncle Brad, I'm I'm you know selling Girl Scout cookies. You know, would you like to buy any?" I go, "Yes, I would." And she says, how many would you like? And I said, I want a hundred boxes of Thin Mints. And there's the silence on the end of the phone. She goes, no, come on, really? Well, how many do you want? A hundred boxes of Thin Mints. And she goes, are you serious? I go, yeah. So, <laughs> so I said, do you want me to pay for them now? And she goes, no, no, that's okay. I bought a hundred boxes from her, hundred. You're such a good uncle. And I gave them away. You know, I mean, I mean, I ate some of them, but I gave them away to clients and stuff like that. So, you know, I mean, and that, they are, they are like, um, like they're addictive. Right. They are addictive. Um, yes, they are. Also, last night I heard an interview with Huey Lewis. Huey Lewis in the news. Yes. Okay. Fascinating. I learned all sorts of stuff about him. His mom was a hippie, as a self-described hippie, and his dad was a doctor. And, uh, you know, you think of most musicians as not the most, uh, you know, the smartest people in the world. He got a perfect score on his SAT. And he, uh, his math scores were off the charts. And he got recruited to go to, and he skipped a grade. So he graduated from high school and he was 16. Actually, he went to a prep school when he was 16. And his dad said to him, and he got accepted at Cornell. He was going to study engineering at Cornell. And his dad said to him, you need to take a year off. And, you know, and, and, and his real name is Hugh, not Huey, but his real name is Hugh. And he said, why do you say that? And his dad says, you just need to take a year off. And here's what I suggest. You need to just go and travel Europe and busk. You know what busking is? Is that like going to hostel here and there? No, busking is like if the guy's sitting on the street corner playing a guitar, uh, you know, or like playing the drums and stuff like that. They're busking. In other words, they're they're you know they're doing something. Panhandling. Well, not panhandling. They're playing, and they want you to give money. You know, you know, because they're playing a musical instrument. Or there's guys like down at, uh, you know, like when you go to any of the hockey games, things like that. There's guys out there playing their saxophones and stuff like that, and they got a you know a tip jar out. Um, Hold on, I'm gonna sneeze. Hold on, maybe I'm not. Okay. Anyway, so. He went to Europe and with little or no money, and he traveled Europe for an entire year doing nothing but raising money by playing his harmonica at various places. He'd go like in, you know, if he'd go to like in, uh, talked about he, you know, sat in one of the city centers in Seville and he'd just play his harmonica and people would come up and give him money. He did it for a year. And then he came back to the United States, went to Cornell for two years and dropped out and then became a full time musician and didn't make any money said he was like flat broke till he was 30 
Well, 30's not bad. Yeah, but but you know, now he's like, you know, he had uh, you know, one of the uh, biggest selling albums of all time and and they're still God, I saw them at the um Town and Country Fair, I don't know, four, five, six years ago, and they were really good, and he was still really good. He's got a great voice, uh, and you know, and, and 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 you know, you know, and, and like a brilliant guy. I mean, you listen to the interview, you're going like, okay, you know, because hey, man, yeah, well, yeah, we're we're rock and roll stars, and yeah, uh, we like to party, and uh, we like the after party, and then we go to the after after party, and the groupies, oh man, the groupies are great. You know, he's not that at all. Uh, it's it's almost like if you listen to. Uh, um, is anybody like that anymore? Oh yeah, there's ones like that. Like I know, I know, no, I, I know people not. like that. Probably Post Malone. No, with nasty teeth. <laughs> you don't like Post Malone. <laughs> Shelly has this thing for Post Malone. She first off, I have a problem with. Never mind. One, one, Never mind. One day, Shelly Shelly met me one day, and she says, "I have something very important to ask you." And I go, "Okay." So you know, she says, "I have to do it in person." Okay, fine. So we met up, and she says. I find Post Malone's tattoos on his face so attractive. I want you to get your face tattooed, just like Post Malone. I'm going, oh, okay. Well, first of all, I, <laughs> that's not an issue to me. So, no, I don't think that you should get your face tattooed, Brad. But if you had, if you had teeth like Post Malone, I would actually pull you aside and go, you know, Brad, you're my friend. And as a friend, just like... If a woman had lipstick on her teeth, I would tell her. If you had teeth like Post Malone, I would say, you need to get some work done. Let's trade that out. But, but the, the, the tattoos on the face are okay? You know what? Who am I to judge about? You know, who am I to judge about that? I have a tattoo. It's not on my face. But who am I to judge about that? That's between him and his maker. I, I don't get involved in all that. But the teeth, he could fix. So, you know... I, I've always because he's a role model. Yeah, well, so guess what? All the kids Ew. are gonna have bad teeth now. <laughs> I want to be just like Post Malone. I know. <laughs> I want to have bad really teeth. Really good songs, and they have really icky teeth. Bad. Well, you Ugh. know what? I, I've never liked any of his music until the latest song. Man, I love his new song. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice song. We actually. play it, and it's, it's kind of lovely. Yeah, yeah, but but you know what? And, and you know why Shelly likes it? Because most of Post Malone stuff, Shelly has this thing that she hates men that sound whiny. Whiny. Right? She doesn't like whiny men singing. I don't. Yeah. So. Not when they're singing a song. One, I just said whiny men singing, and you said not when they're singing a song. Okay. Let me think about that for a minute. <laughs> I don't like them whining while they're singing the song. Let me process that. That was, that was one of your blonde moments? There are so many, and so, you know, my friend that told me that was spot on it was one of your ex- and you know actually people do think i'm blonde if they've never met me you're like you're like katie perry why am i like katie perry katie perry's really blonde well i'm i'm not blonde but people so when i was in, when i was in the cab business um we had an insurance purse broker that my you know my 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 daddy used for years i had never met them so when i took the business over I, whenever I had an, an insurance issue, I would sit there and call him on the phone. Well, I had never met this man and we had been doing business for years. And, and then I'm like, you know what? We, we need to meet. So I met him and he was taken back because I was a brunette. And I said, he goes, I, Shelly, I got to be honest. I thought you were blonde. And I said, why? And he said, 
because whenever I talk to you, you sound like you were smiling. <laughs> like you were smiling. And I was, I was extra friendly. Hey, that's, you know, a DJ can sound like that. We can sound like, hey, I've got a smile on my face. Hey, Shelly, it's good to be on the air with you. I love being on the air with you. And I love it Brad, because... it's good to be on the air with you. Because you have your blonde moments and you're eccentric. Hey. <laughs> I do. It's time, it's time so to take anyway, a... I'm smiling. It's time to take a break. We got we to play some music, girl. We, we 721. We got we to play the tunes. 721. Seven, Westplex 107.1. Promise me no promises. Interesting line. 725. It is BS in the morning. I am B. She is S. Or did we get that right? She's Brad. I'm Shelly. BS in the it's morning. It's close enough. BS in the morning. Close enough for government work. BS in the, <laughs> BS in the morning dot show is our web address. You can check out our station at westplex1071.com. The Indy, not the Indy, the Daytona 500 was yesterday. You're going to say, what? I thought it was Sunday. Well, they tried to run the race Sunday, but it got rained out. So they rescheduled yesterday. And unbelievable finish very sad finish uh as ryan newman was coming around in the lead the final lap he got spun out his car hit the uh um, barrier uh spun around a few times flipped over um went flying down the track upside down and then caught fire and they pulled him out of the car he was in serious condition the last report is that uh, no life-threatening injuries but uh not it didn't look and you know things don't look good for him serious condition is not good so talking about a crazy end to and keep in mind was it what 18 19 years ago when uh, dale senior dale l earnhardt was killed pretty much uh, sort of like in the th- same thing i think he was like in the final lap of the uh, Daytona 500. So, you know, racing is dangerous. Have you ever wanted to do that? You ever wanted to be a race car driver? Um, I have not. I should say you... I've wanted to fly a helicopter, though. I should say you already are a race car driver. Every time, if I get in a car with Shelly, it's like, oh, my God. Hey, and I said... He starts, like, pumping on the floor like he's he's got... Like he's pumping on the brake. He sits there and he, like, starts grabbing for the, the dashboard... He's such a baby. I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to next time Shelly drives me anywhere. I'm going to make sure I take my crash helmet with me and put it on. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> and I'll, your five point yeah, restraint. Yeah, maybe I'll put on my Nomex suit, you know, so that <laughs> when we crash and catch fire, that at least I won't die of burn suffered from, you know, the the, the gas tank exploding on Shelly's car. She drives like a crazy woman. I do not. I mean, just because you drive forty in a sixty-five, you and doesn't you, mean that I drive like a crazy person when I'm driving the speed limit. You and Bill Moyer. Oops, I said his name. Now I can't. You know, you know who Bill Moyer is, right? Yes, I do. Thank you for that. Now you can't say anything. Okay, I can say something. Here's this guy works at another radio station. Okay, and I notice him because he drives by me all the time, doing like forty miles an hour over the speed limit, driving the station vehicle, and. It, it's happened like I don't know how many times in the last six months. I'm driving along, and here zoom he zooms by me. I mean, one day he was, I mean he he must have passed me doing 100 miles an hour in I-70 out in St. Charles, and I texted him and I go, Bill, or you know, are you in a hurry? And the next day he calls me, Hey man, I'm so sorry. I was going to the hospital. I go to the hospital. Yeah, one of my relatives got shot. I go, What? <laughs> <laughs> and and the other day he passed me again, just like last week. 
I'm doing like 90 miles an hour, you know? Like that's So like the Shelly. other relative got shot. I guess. I don't know. I mean, Shelly, one day we're driving, I'm driving along 364, and she goes flying by me. I'm doing like, I'm doing the speed limit, you know? I mean, I do the, I do the legal, illegal speed limit. He, if he, it's What, if, 40? No. Minimum 40? If, if the speed limit's 60, I'll do like 63, 64, 65, 66, maybe 67 if I'm feeling, you know, feeling really, uh, you know, dangerous. Spunky? Yes. Uh, and she, she went by me like I'm standing still, and I texted her. I go, you know, hey, how fast are you going? And she didn't, you know, at first she's like, ooh, ooh. I go, you passed me like about a mile back. I mean, just zipping along. What can I say? I do the speed limit, Brad. I did get, I did get pulled over um, one, you know, one time and I got out of a ticket. I, how? One time I was going real fast. And? I never told you the story? No. Eh, about 10 years ago, I was driving way too fast i got pulled over by a cop and the cop was you know a little bit of a jerk to me and uh you know and as he walked up to the you know window did you I, say do you know who i am no 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 i'd never do that i never do that and he walked up <laughs> that to gets him no he walked up the window and uh, you know and started hey you know how fast you're going i go yeah i think i do and he goes uh, what's the deal i said officer i have to tell you something right now i've got a loaded gun in my glove compartment and he sort of looked at me and he says, you do, huh? I said, yep. And matter of fact, um, there's a dead body in the trunk. Ugh. And, and he looked at me, he goes, what? He says, out of the car. So he gets me out of the car and, you know, handcuffs me. And he calls for, you know, backup. And a supervisor shows up. And, uh, you know, they start, they go through my car. And they go in the glove compartment. And there's no gun. And they go in the trunk. And there's no dead body. So the supervisor comes up to me and he says, he says hold on a minute. You told my officer there was a, a gun, a loaded gun in your glove compartment. I said, there's no gun there. And I go, I know. And he says, then you told my officer there was a dead body in your trunk. And he says, there's no dead body in your trunk. And I go, I know. And I said to him, and the next thing your officer's probably going to tell you is I was speeding. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, I waited for the end to that. 730. Westplex 107.1, 737. It is BS in the morning. This is the radio station, Westplex 107.1. Website is westplex1071.com. Our website for the morning show is bsinthemorning.show. I am Shelly. She is Brad. Uh, weather's coming up with uh, Jennifer. Wojcicki. In just a minute. News came out yesterday that Chesterfield Mall has been sold to a group of local investors who are going to redevelop it. Do you hear one of the things they're going to do out there? They're going to make a uh, concert venue. Uh, that's part of it, but they're going to put in a big parking garage with like really high ceilings, and it's going to be called the food truck garage. And they're just going to have nothing like floors and floors and floors of food trucks. Is that true? No, I made it up. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded I'm not, good. I'm not betting you anymore. I'm still 50 bucks in the hole. <laughs> yeah, because yesterday I made the comment that at the Daytona 500 that, <laughs> that President Trump in the presidential limousine was the pace car for the Indy five or, or the t- Daytona 500. And Shelly, nah, there's no way that's the truth. And then I sent her the video. <laughs> And it was true. He was the pace car in what they call the beast. Anyway, Chesterfield Mall, you don't believe that one? Don't, don't you think that'd be a cool idea? A big parking garage with nothing but food trucks? Yeah, I guess. What, that would be okay. What they're talking about uh, doing with the Chesterfield Mall location is essentially doing what they've done in St. Charles, what they call Streets of St. Charles right there at 75th Street, where yes. it's like a little bit of everything. You can live there. There's apartments. I don't know. Are, are some of those condos or are they all apartments? Do you know? 
Over at Chesterfield Mall? No, 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 no. At, at, at Saint, Streets of St. Charles. Those are condos. Those are condos? There's, yes. there's There's no apartments there? I thought those were apartments and condos, no? Um, to my knowledge, there are condos, but I don't know. Would you want to live there? I'm not an urban kind of girl. I'm more of a suburb. I'm more of an indoor girl. Well, that's yeah. that's what the, the supposedly the new Chesterfield, you know, it's not going to be the, what they call it, Old Town Chesterfield or something like that. It's going to be called Downtown Chesterfield. Downtown Chesterfield. And it's going to be sort of like a combination of all sorts of stuff, I guess, I guess, which means, um, and the article talked about they're negotiating with Macy's. Um, and I wonder what and Dillard's and Dillard. Well, Dillard's is gone. I mean, well, they're, I mean, the building's still there, but but they, they yeah, they still own that property, right? And Macy's still owns their building, and I don't know what's going on with the old Sears store and the J.C. Penney. They Those bought are both it. Close. They bought it years ago. Who did this? This company that is buying up Chesterfield Mall. Oh, they already own the uh, Sears store. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Um, it, it's going to be interesting because you know that used to be the mall. Um, and then they built all the outlet malls, and they had the dueling brothers with the dueling outlet malls, and one of them's already going under because uh, they're going to convert that one to an entertainment district or whatever. Uh, Which I actually think they bought that one, too. No, I don't think they did. I, have to, I'm, I mean, You may be right. I'm not sure. I mean, but, you know, one, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said, I said. Uh-huh. That's what I said. I said. Um. And then I said. They don't have dog catchers in the government. And then I said, <laughs> I got bronchitis. Okay. <laughs> I'm done. You feel better? <laughs> I feel much you feel better about yourself I right feel, now? I feel much better. And then I said, okay, good. A ninth anniversary oh, and Hugh Janus not, turning you know, 10. There's no way that you could have snuck that one in. I am not kidding. <laughs> By the way, I got the notice that my domain name's expiring. Should I renew it? <laughs> H- what U- do you think? H-U-G-H-J-A-Y-N-E-S-S dot com. Should I renew it or should I let it go? Should I renew it or let it go? Da, 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 da. Yeah. Um, anyway. Do I stay or do I go? <laughs> Chesterfield Mall will be no more. And poor Gateway Electronics, just when they moved in, they're going to get kicked out. I know. That's right. <laughs> yeah, they just moved in there. You know, Where are they going to go? Who knows? I mean, I mean, Gateway Electronics, one of my favorite all... And people are going like, what is that? Gateway Electronics is sort is of a, like... It is a man's... Well, it's sort of like the... the um, uh, if you're a geek, you know what Gateway Electronics well, is. Well, it's sort of like the Blueberry Hill of electronics places. It's it is. Point where You're absolutely correct. Yes. People, people, it's like sort of world famous that people would come to St. Louis, especially if you're geek and go, hey, you ever been to Gateway Electronics? And they used to be down a long time ago. They were in Del Mar. Then they moved on Page in Venita Park. And then they moved out to Westport area. And then they moved into the mall, which is like sort of still sort of bizarre, you know, uh, and to the point where I've been out there two or three times recently to buy some parts. And you sort of walk in there and it's like, okay, this is weird. I'm going why don't the they mall. come out here? There's plenty of room at, at um, oh my goodness, over at Mid River Mall. Well, I don't think the lady who owns it, her father passed away, and the lady who owns it, I can't remember her name, um, I don't think she wants to cross the river. You know, there's some people that still think the river I know, is like the a green bridge. It's like Ooh. a moat. You know what I mean? They're like, if you, once you cross, it's, it's just like, you know, once you, once you go into St. Charles County, you're like in no man's land, you know? Um, 
like I, I've told the story when I first moved to St. Charles County years ago, I told my boss, Ron, who you met, Ron Grubbs. Yes, he and was I, lovely. And he came up and he says, hey, I hear you're buying a house in St. Charles County. And I go, oh, no, I know. He, he said, he said, I hear you're buying a place in St. Charles County. I go, yeah, I am. And he looks at me and he smiles and he says, are you getting a single wide or a double wide? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, a little bit snooty. <laughs> Once again, that West County attitude. Well, you know, <laughs> when I, you know, I grew up in Clayton, and yeah. when they moved me out to Noco back in the seventies, right? I thought they were moving me out there with the cows and the pigs. <laughs> oh, well, I I spent two years of my youth on a farm, so I don't know if I ever told you that story. I lived on a farm for a while. Um, way up in North County. I mean, to the point where if if you couldn't go so any, so you like McBrad, you couldn't or Mc go Hildebrand. No, you couldn't go any Old further. Old Hildebrand had a farm. No. <laughs> I used to chase when the pigs get loose. They used to chase the pigs around. Uh, you couldn't get any further north than this because when you got to the edge of our property was the Missouri River. I mean, we're talking north, 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 North County. Like I said, I mean the the northern edge of our property was the Missouri River. So uh, you you know way the heck up off there, Spanish Pond. But um, you know back in the day. But you know it's it's to the point where I, I still remember I had, a, I had a client years ago by a guy by the name of Dennis Dunker and I mean actually sort of a funny story he wasn't here he wasn't from here he's from Iowa and one day he calls me and he says hey he says I need to have lunch with you and I go okay and he had a dealership up in North County at the time he was in the old Bellman place there on Lindbergh and Flarsen and he says okay he says you know he would go to dinner and he says uh, you know lunch and he says I what I got to tell you is it's just between you and me and I go okay he says I got a chance to buy, at the time it was called Bob Downs Chrysler Plymouth, right there on Mexico Road, right across the street from the old Weather Bureau, where they still have the radar dome, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's St. Peter's. Right, right, right there in, yes. on Mexico. And he says, I got a chance to buy that dealership. And I go, oh, really? And he says, yeah, and, and a really good price. And I go, uh, yeah. And he goes, uh, he says, well, he says, but my, my partners say that, that, that I shouldn't move to St. Charles County because it's nothing but Hoosiers. I go, what? He says, he says, my partners say that anybody in St. Charles County, they're all broke and they don't have all their teeth. I swear to God, that's what he said to me. And I go, I go, you and I need to take that a drive. That is so wrong. Well, we, we took, so where did I take him? I said to him, I said, okay, first stop, Whitmore Country Club. So I drove, <laughs> I, right. I drove him through Whitmore Country Club, and then we went a couple other places. And we're supposed to spend the whole day driving around. And after about an hour, he goes, okay, you made my mind up. And the next day, bought the dealership. You know, and everybody go, oh, my God, he's he's lost his mind. He's moving to St. Charles County, you know, and uh, long story made short. He did very well with the dealership and ultimately sold it and made millions of dollars. So but, you know, once again, it was one of those things where he wasn't from the area and he didn't, you know, he didn't really, you know, St. Charles County. His friends say, oh, no, that's terrible area. They don't want to be there. Right. Yeah, people people used to say that. They don't say that anymore, though. Yeah, it's because Shelly's there. They, they, people that must say, be it. people yes, say, I'm like, a determining oh, oh, factor oh, you, on the rest you of your moving, life. You yeah. moving to Shellyville? Oh my God, you you need to, you, that. That's the place to be. Shellyville's wonderful. Shelly, Shelly's world. Shelly's it world. is a nice place to be. I'm hey, not gonna lie. Weather's coming up. What's her name again? Jennifer Wojcicki. 7.45, that's next. Westplex 107.1. I wonder how many times they say low in that song. Low, 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 low. I don't know. Is that the one that... They counted, um, da, 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 da. <laughs> no. 
I don't know about that one. Uh, it's BS in the Morning. She is Brad. I'm Shelly. BS in the Morning. Show. We are broadcasting live from the Allen's Tree Service Studios. You can check out Allen's Tree Service at allenstreeservice.com. And Allen is A L L E N S. Allen'sTreeService.com. They are expert at what they do. You need a tree taken down. You need something trimmed up. Plus, they do, uh, you know, coming up in that time of the year when if you want your lawn to look nice, Allen's can do that for you as well, too. So give them a call or check them out on the web, allenstreeservice.com. Shelly, that's going to do it. It's, you know, another whole two hours. It's just zoomed right by. I mean, you know. Oh, are we almost over? Oh, yeah. We only got a couple more minutes. Any Anything you want to talk about, any of the topics we talked about today? Uh, you insulting various people on the air and making fun of people? I did not like insult Like you normally people. do that? Who did I insult? Oh, God. I mean, you know, the, my attorney's already called me and said that somebody's already filed a couple suits against us because uh-huh. of things you've well, said. Well, no, that was a couple months ago, but... <laughs> Today, I haven't insulted anybody. Really? Except for maybe Post Malone, but he deserves it. <sighs> you just don't like that guy, do you? What, uh-uh. what, if, if I, I, what if I told you I actually know his manager, and I called him up, and I go, hey, Shelly doesn't like Post. Can you uh, have Post give Shelly a call? And I gave him your number, and he called him, hey, Shelly, Post Malone. What would you say I welcome the call. What would you so say I to him? I can tell him he needs to get to the dentist. <laughs> You tell, <laughs> you tell him that on the phone, right? Hey, I absolutely would. Hey, Post, I love your music, but dude, you need to go to the dentist, right? That's what you... I would. Yes, I would. <laughs> I could have given birth to him. It's like his mother talking to him. <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> Let's that, be honest. That's a scary thought in itself. <laughs> it is. He actually came out with all those tattoos on his face. Oh, man. I tell, I tell you what. I, I, I tell you what. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm laughing. I can't talk. Um, I still don't get the tattoo thing. I don't know. I sound like an old guy, which I am. But uh, well, I mean, it's not my favorite to have it on the face. That's you know, that's yeah, but a given. But, but I mean, that's what he does, and that's who how how he identifies, and okay, and that's good. But he does need to get his teeth fixed. I'm going to make an observation. Why What's is that? it that the people with the most tattoos have the least money? I don't agree with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, in my day, the only people that had tattoos were, were ex-Marines and ex-Sailors. Well, in my day, the only people that had tattoos were ex-Marines, ex-Sailors, and and that, uh, just so you know, there's no such thing as an ex-Marine. Yeah, I was going to say that. You're right. But um, we're bikers. Yeah, bikers, too. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 God. That's when I got my tattoo. <laughs> You keep talking about your tattoo. Oh, okay, I do have a tattoo. Yeah, and wasn't that uh, wasn't that the guy on on uh, on uh, the plane? The plane wasn't the plane, his name. The plane, boss. The plane wasn't his name. Tattoo <laughs> wasn't that what it was? Yeah, and it's a picture of him on my shoulder. Yeah, really? absolutely not. <laughs> really, really, I got a barcode on my arm. No, you don't. Stop I, it. I do. Don't I've even got, joke about that. I've got a bar. You've never seen my barcode tattoo in my arm. No. Yeah. Yeah, I go through schnooks and I put my arm down on the scanner and it says creamed peas, twenty two cents. Cream peas, twenty two cents. Yeah. I don't get that joke, Brad. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're usually pretty funny, but I didn't get that. <laughs> Seven fifty eight. Well, that's gonna do it for BS in the morning. You know, I heard something interesting. I gave you the link to that seminar that I watched yesterday. Yes, I and, watched it because I just got it this morning. Okay. Very interesting. He said, Billy Jean said Always be the dumbest person in the room. 
I've got that covered. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, and, and it's interesting. Seriously, I do. Well, but but think about what he's saying. And I thought it was really interesting. Maybe we'll talk about it tomorrow. But to live. What what'd you say? I think you just disappeared. Uh oh. Shelly Shelly's gone. Shelly is gone. Well, we made it this far. <laughs> so I will say, like Shelly would say, I would say now the most important man in St. Charles County steps to the microphone and says, I got bronchitis. No, that's not what he says. The most important man in St. Charles County steps to the microphone and says, Hey, people, your mom called. She says to call Extreme Electrical for your residential, commercial, or industrial needs. Give us a call, 636-925-2988, or on the web at ExtremeElectricalSTL.com. K296HA Wash, RAP Washington. Westplex 1071. It's today's best music for the Westplex. Westplex 1071. Yeah, maybe I'm going to get a little anxious. Maybe I'm going to get a little shy. 